welcome back to the latest episode of Libertarian Los Angeles. I'm Sean Osborne, and I'm joined here today by Dan Welby. How's it going, Dan? Pretty good, Sean. Thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, he's uh, Dan's the Region 41 representative you, uh, here close, in Los close, Angeles close, County. Close. Add, add 20. Huh? Add 20. Oh, 61. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 61. 61. Yeah, that's funny because I, I'm, uh, yeah. I, 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 get, I get all the numbers confused, man. They're so, all in the yeah, 60s, I, yeah, I'm 64, and for some reason I've been calling it 44 t- today. So <laughs> I think I've slid slid backwards. So um, so Dan, Dan uh, lives in one of the areas that actually has an elected libertarian, which is nice. And uh, he's the new region representative and just had a very successful first meeting. So you want to talk about like where you had it at and um, – you know, like about the next meetings you have planned or what you got planned. So anybody in your, Oh, I guess we should also talk about what that area is. Sure. Yeah. That's where I was going to start with. So region 61 uh, for the LA County libertarian party is essentially the San Fernando Valley. Uh, It's a pretty vast region. It's a pretty big area, but um, you know, I'm in Woodland Hills and that's where the meetings will be because that's going to be easiest for me as far as traveling. Um, but it's all, it goes all the way into Burbank. I think, um, I think Arcadia out that way. Um, and yeah, so it's a pretty big area, but, um, the last meeting I had was at a place called HQ, uh, which is on Ventura Boulevard over here in Woodland Hills. It was my first in-person meeting, um, which was great because I've done my first several were online and that's uh, nice to get out and socialize, man, you know, have some beers and hang with some people and, you know, well, talk libertarian shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Dan and I so went to the I, um, state convention. It was fun. I said, I was saying we went to the state convention. It was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. I mean, the state convention was great. And of course we've got LA County convention coming up, uh, this Saturday, July 10th. Uh, we got to, you know, make sure to mention that I'm excited about participating in that. That'll be my first, uh, LA County, um, you know, convention. So curious to see and excited to see. So, uh, yeah, it's great. I'm excited to just be a part. And I actually, I have you to thank for a lot of that, you know, so you've introduced me to these people, you you know, got me introduced to the XCOM. And so now here we are. So yeah, here we are. Yeah. One one of my, one of my friends, uh, JBG or Blas from, uh, well, Heights introduced, introduced Dan and I. So we got, so we got the ball rolling up there in Woodland Hills. So that's nice. That was Blas that got me, you know, he was my manager back in the day when, when I was was slinging drums for a living. (laughs) (laughs) Your local Hollywood drum dealer. Yeah. 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 But, so, uh, so what, what? So you said you're going to have the next meeting at a different location, though. You were yeah, thinking, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go for a place called the Local Peasant uh, over here again in Woodland Hills, um, and it's also on Ventura uh, Boulevard. And um, but don't go to the one that's in Sherman Oaks. It's not that one. There's two local peasants. So you got to make sure it's the one that's uh, over here in Woodland Hills. But yeah, I think it's going to be a little better. HQ was really cool, but it's a very, it's, it's a little bit more sports clubby. And so it's got a lot of TVs, a lot of loud um, talking. And it was, so it was hard to be kind of a social event, which I feel like these should be a little bit more of that, like a social. So the local peasant over here, they actually have a cool room off in the back which is rather large 
and with a huge table and I'm going to see what I can do about making that happen. So I think it'd be a bit better. Yeah. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. And you had, you had like 10 show up for the, for your first meeting that that's really good. Yeah, man. It was really interesting. I was, uh, it was really cool. What happened a couple people that I, I kind of expected and, and some that I did not. And uh, which, you know, added to the whole, the thing. So it was great. We had a couple young guys show up. Um, they were not even old enough to drink. So one of the, oh, man. one of their emails was like, Hey, another question. Do I have to be 21 to come? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, man, this place is cool. They allow everybody. So, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, we, and, and you know, this kid was great. His name was uh, Julian, but uh, he came in Ron Paul shirt, uh, big old taxation is theft on the hat. And uh, just, you know, super, super uh, vocal about, the whole libertarian Ron Paul thing. And it was really cool to see. And he brought uh, two of his friends who have been like, obviously he's diehard, but he's, he brought these two friends that have, he's been like trying to convince and they seem to be coming around. So, um, and I had another guy, Joel, who I had contact, uh, been in touch with on the Facebook page and he brought two friends and that was cool. And then uh, he, they're like about, well, our age, maybe a little older. And then uh, we had an older couple too. They, he, this guy was like, I think in his 80s, I think he said. And he's always been Republican and voted for Trump the first time. But he's like, I ain't voting for Trump the second time. What the <laughs> hell is going on? He hadn't even heard of the Libertarian Party at this point. Wow. Um, like up until about, um, I don't know, I think he said maybe two years ago. I don't remember. It was really recently though that he had never heard of the Libertarian <laughs> Party, which was like, wow, you know. Um, and then we got a guy, Craig, uh, who's really heavily involved with the Mises caucus, which is great, but Craig, I think it's stretch and is how you say it, but yeah, he came by and that was in that first night I met him. He was super cool. Um, and then I had a good friend of mine, Mickey, who, uh, he's a Democrat, but you know, I'm trying to persuade him to the dark side here. So. Yeah. 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 You gotta get him <laughs> over here to the land of the free. Yeah. You know, and, but you know, he's a cool guy. So, he, you know, he's interested in it, you know, so we'll yeah. see where it all goes, but yeah. And then um, the next one, I'm hoping to have uh, Scott Mandel come out. Now he was supposed to come out to the last one, uh, but something came up with the studio city neighborhood council. And that's where he was elected, as you were saying earlier yeah. about being in an area where we have an elected libertarian. So out here in the San Fernando Valley in North Hollywood, uh, where was it studio? No, studio city, right? Yeah. Yeah. Studio city. I think sorry, studio studio yeah. city. Uh, Scott Mandel was recently elected to the neighborhood council out there. So that was a great thing. And so he was going to come uh, to the last one. He, but some stuff came up. So hopefully I get him to come out to this one, talk a little bit about his run and uh, what it was like running and trying and winning in the neighborhood council. So, yeah, he didn't just win. He won by a lot and his whole slate one of people that, you know, were running on basically the same thing. I don't know if they were libertarians, but you know, right. They, they all had, they were all on the same page about right. what they wanted done in their neighborhood, which is great. That's great. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're, if they're all behind somebody who's libertarian, uh, you know, yeah, you know, it's then yeah, it's got to be mostly good at least, right? Yeah, that, that, that's let's face great. it, nobody's nobody's a true libertarian, right? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you can only be mostly good, you know. You can't yeah. be all good. No, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm being funny. You but, know, we had, uh, you know, Angela, uh, our 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 uh, county chair. Uh, she uh, she had the. Uh, 
a meeting down here in my region a few few a couple of months ago, and we had Anthony Samaroff show up and speak at the the restaurant Mazel down here in Lincoln Heights, and we had we had at least fifty people show up. So that that yeah. was great that people came down to Lincoln Heights. It was very it really made me feel good about having these ones at the brewery too, because you know I mean I'm sure we can get fifty people to show up and drink beer, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. Shit. I wanted to freedom. go to that one. I wanted to go to the Anthony Samaroff one. I wanted to yeah. go to that. It was hard for me to get down in that area, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. With, with work and the baby and everything, you know, it's tough yeah. to get all the way down there. But, um, so, but yeah, you know, and eventually I would like to do that type of stuff up here too with Region 61. I feel like, you know, my goal is to have at least a few of these meetings, see what kind of interest I'm getting and as far as people um, and hopefully some repeat offenders, so to speak. Yeah. You know? Hopefully they, they come back for another one and then, you know, try to find some um, kind of a guest speaker to, to come out and give a presentation yeah. on a certain thing. And I because I see that with a lot of the other region reps, you know, I know. Yeah. Um, South Bay Jones. Yeah. Jay Jones is always doing that stuff. Yeah. And I love his uh, reports when we do the XCOMs, you know, yeah. and he's always got something that, you know, he has some, some people there talking about a certain specific uh, subject, you know, it's like, I, that, that's fantastic. I feel like we should all aim for some semblance of something like that, you know? Yeah. So, Ryan Lopez had a lot of really good ones. Like he had people come speak from the 10th mm -hmm. amendment center because like, yeah. they're, you know, they're from Los Angeles. So, I mean, there's a lot of great libertarians here in Los Angeles. So, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I, I watched actually um, one or two of Ryan's as well. Um, yeah. There was one I watched I, that he had, um, not the guy that started the 10th amendment, but it's another guy that, that writes there too. Michael something, I think. Um, the Bolden. Huh? Not Bolden. Bolden. No, no, it wasn't Michael Bolden. It was. It, may, it probably wasn't Michael. Um, but he was. Uh, he was really cool. Uh, really interesting to hear speak. He has some really good stories. Um, you know about what he has done in the past, um, as far as trying to you know get more liberty for all of us. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, eventually, I you know, it'd be great to have some some guest speakers at some point too. So. Yeah, that's right. You know, that, like I said, because we got so many great ones here, we got to take advantage of that. You know, we can really build up stuff here. And uh, we've got a couple of elected officials here, but I got Nils Narenheim yep. and, you know, Scott Mandel. I told him I'd like to have him come down here because he, or like Neil, Nils, I talked to him because he got elected on fighting against developers. And, you know, that's not necessarily something that people would think of a libertarian as yeah. but these were developers that were you know getting involved in that the cronyism he didn't want the corruption and all that stuff and uh you know right wanted to keep it a beach community as opposed to like you know big apartments and everything every place right. so the yeah. fact that he you know he had a message that was you know not something stereotypically people would think about uh the people were always talking about you know uh land rights up here in Lincoln Heights and stuff. I thought I, it's going to be cool. I asked him to come up here once I get it going, come up here and speak about that, you know, because I think that would be a message that would resonate really well up here, you know, because there we had Cedillo and, and uh, Wazar and all these uh, shitty city council people that made all these deals with, uh, with uh, contractors to build on places they weren't supposed to be building and all this other crap. Right. And, right. you know, so, you know, we, you can, you can, like, like you said, not, not everybody has the same idea of what libertarianism is. You know, you and I are pretty much in line. We're 
we're yeah. uh, you know anarcho capitalists pretty you know and don't don't want the government involved in anything but you know I'll take I'll, I'll work with people who, who who have different ideas of liberty you know as sure, long, sure. long as we're that's one thing we, we got to do as libertarians I always feel is we got to we got to support each other uh, despite some of our differences mm-hmm yeah, yeah I, I really feel we get that out here in Los Angeles, unlike some of the other states. Sure. Well, you know, I be uh, it's it's been quite the la- interesting last several months. You know, well, you know, I really started paying attention to the Libertarian Party probably like October, maybe last year, twenty twenty. You know, and yeah. then like starting to actually you know learn who are the people were involved in national and even at our state level. You know, that's right when I around when I met you, and then yeah. of course I was introduced to Angela and you know and Rachel that you know who are really big within the L County uh, stuff, and then more about state, you know, and then of course there's all this drama that's going on with the Libertarian Party, which, you know, I, I pay attention to, but I try not to participate in. Right. Um, I just kind of just, I feel like I, it's unfortunate that that's the, the bulk of the affairs it seems right now with the Libertarian Party is this like yeah. this uh, sort of, I guess, infighting for lack of a better term. And yeah. my hope is that it just, we're hitting a peak of it right now and things are going to just really start to, I hope, even out, smooth out, you know, some, I think I'm hoping that most of the biggest um, naysayers or those that are just, you know, saying things that are just not true about others, right. um, just excuse themselves and move along yeah. their path, you know, and I'm, and I feel like that that's starting to happen. We've seen that happen with a few um, at some different levels where they've just, uh, you know, okay, we call it resign, whatever, just excuse yeah. yourself, just bow out and move along your way and go find, you know, and, and I'm hoping that after we can do that, we could always welcome them back if they ever wanted to come back. I mean, it's not like, you know, yeah. You said, after just, they see that they were wrong. But yeah, well, you got to, you know, it's a lot of lies and stuff that are happening. So it's like, you know, I, uh, I hope that that stuff just starts to. I see it I as a lot of just growing pains, you know. It uh, is, yes, I agree. You know, that's really all it is, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of growing pains, you know. Yeah. Uh, our, our brand of libertarianism hasn't been uh, readily uh, welcome in the party, no, you know. That's fair so. to say. It's fair so, to say, and it's, you know, it's good that we. I found. I'm happy that I found this. You know, the the Mises Caucus, especially. You know, as a uh, as a child of the Ron Paul revolutions of '07 and and 2012. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. Those things changed the direction of my life. You know, and then I kind of once those campaigns were over, and you know, I was like, I kind of what happened to the Liberty Movement? It sort of like it seemed to have just. Poof, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it just fun. sort of disappeared. And then, you know, 2020 comes along for me. This is how it works for me. You know, 2020 comes along and basically the government just goes totalitarian. And I'm like, holy, what the, <laughs> you know? And yeah. I start paying more attention again and start. And then eventually I find uh, Dave Smith, and who I'd never heard of before. Um, and I also find the Mises Caucus. I don't know which one I found first. I forget. I don't know if, if I found Dave Smith, which led me to Mises, or if I found Mises and that led me to Dave Smith. I might have been Mises and then to Dave Smith because I, I remember Michael Heiss. I remember that name from back uh-huh. during the Ron Paul stuff. So when I heard Michael Heiss, and then I was like Mises Caucus, I'm like, 
oh man, okay, what's going on here? You know, so that, and then that just got me fired up to get more involved. And then of course, all of this happened right around the time I met you too. So it's like everything kind of just, you know, came, came to a head, so to speak. But, and then it's been disheartening seeing what's been going on, but I'm, I'm hopeful that, cause I tend to be an optimist, right? I, I, I guess I, I like to be an optimist, but um, I just hope that we just work through all of this. And then by the time we get into the convention in 2022, the national convention over in Reno, you know, that we're, we're looking good. We're on a good trajectory and, you know, yeah. and we can get Angela to chair, which would be fantastic. And then who knows yeah. what else, you know, who knows what else. And then we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. But, you know, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm excited. Honestly, I, I feel overall good about the, the Libertarian Party, even though it's been a little weird lately. I think we're going to work through it. And in all, all in all, we're going to be bigger and stronger because of it, too. Yeah, right. You know, that's what we need is more of us, you know, more different varieties, because the more varieties libertarians are, the harder it is for people to defend against it. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Because if we don't have a good argument for somebody else will. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, and it's like, so I, you know, I know I'm Mises caucus for sure, but you know, I, that doesn't mean I only want Mises caucus people right. in the party. It's not, I wouldn't want that. You know, we need, we need, we just need people that are not going to be creating monikers for us that are not real, you know, calling us things that are just emphatically false and they have really no substantial proof of credit to back it up. So just stop with that. And then let's have a debate, you know, let's have a really good, strong discussion about why your beliefs on a certain thing are better than mine. And, you know, let's battle back and forth, but in a, in a civil and, you know, non-name-calling way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that homonyms uh, to, to a minute. Yeah. The only way we grow is by discussing and, and having disagreements that we hash out, you know? That's, right. that's you know, and, and that's how it works. So, yeah, I don't know. Overall, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm definitely optimistic. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm stubborn. I just never give up. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, one thing, one thing, because you, you, you mentioned you just really got out you know, active in October, it goes to show how quickly you can really get involved. You know, like you're, you're, you're on the executive committee now, you know, you're voting in all this, you know, in the, in the conventions, you know, same thing. I've only been involved for like a year and a half, Right. you know, so, you know, we, we get involved and we can make a difference. We can get these good libertarians that we, that we agree with elected to the, to the actual party and, you know, help support really good candidates stuff like that and we can actually get stuff that ends up in the national uh libertarian conversation you know yeah. just because just because we stood up and yeah. said well you know somebody's not doing it i guess i gotta do it you know sure well that's what led me honestly because you know i well, i came to the XCOM meetings just as um you know public bystander uh, just observing and came to realize i was like oh cool so there's region reps awesome that's cool who's mine (laughs) (laughs) and then of course i come to find out that my region is vacant there's no rep i'm like huh why ain't that something (laughs) yeah that's what happened to me too i'm like man does that do i have to do that i'm like all right i guess i'll do but I got to do it. You know, I just, like, yeah, I, right. I feel like I had to, and it's like, okay, we'll see where I take it, you know? And then, yeah, hell yeah. 
down the road, maybe somebody comes along and it's like, Hey, I can do it better than that guy. And then, yeah. uh, you know, he can't, whatever. And they, we take yeah, it from as there. Long, as long as they're doing a good job, it's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then I can just show up and drink the beer at the meetings and then I don't have to do all the organizing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a meeting. Okay. I want to go drink beer and take my guitar. Yeah, there it is. I, you know, I, uh, I do like beer, of course, but I had only one beer that night. I was like, I felt so busy yeah. um, just sort of trying to host in a way, you know, and it was trying uh -huh. to keep, because it was, yeah, just trying to keep everybody together and there and, and trying to, you know, because it was weird. I didn't even know what to really present. I got everybody's email address. That was one thing I did. And mm -hmm. after the fact, emailed everybody and, you know, so, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. This time though, I got to, I do actually have, um, I got some free copies of e Economics in One Lesson by Henry Hazlitt. Uh, I got that from the Mises Institute. They, if you go on their site, you can, um, you can order one or as many books as you wish. Um, they come 12 to a case. So anyways, I got my 12. I was hoping to have it for the last meeting, but it came like two days later. So, uh. <laughs> but anyway, so the next one I plan the handouts. So if you're listening to this, live in the Valley, you want to come out. Um, and you ever wanted to get your hands on economics in one lesson, you can come get it. I have it there uh, for free. So um, that's one thing I want to try to hand out this time because economics is a big part of our, I would say, platform and what we want to be discussing. You know, I'm sure you, you're in on all the economic stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Let's, let's take a little break and come back and let's talk about some of that economics now that we got, now we're done with the, the party stuff. Let's, let's, uh, Let's come back and talk about economics. All right. Hi, thanks for listening to the Liberty Blues Network. Make sure and check out all three podcasts on our network. We have the Liberty Blues, a progressive and a libertarian can walk into a bar, and libertarian Los Angeles. Let us know what you think of the podcast and rate, review, follow, or whatever you can, wherever you listen. Thanks. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. So economics. So I, I noticed that's one of the things I noticed. Uh, you you have a lot of great quotes. I think you're a lot better uh, read than I am on uh, on my economic stuff. I was always just kind of like a you know uh, I, I don't I don't like the government kind of guy. I didn't I didn't know much about the economics. I just I don't like to be told what to do kind of guy, you know? Sure. But. Well, I mean, to be, I'll be upfront. I mean, yes, I have read, apparently I've read more than you, but yeah. I still feel extremely um, inadequate as far as my economics education goes, but I do find an interest in it. And I do try to, I've read um, a few, quite a few things on it. Bastiat, I've read, um, you know, I've gone through the economics in one lesson, the Hazlitt, and I'm sure I've read the, I know like Rothbard and Mises, both, you know, those books tend to get into it. And I did start reading um, Human Action, which is really essentially an economics and praxeology and how human action in the economics is all tied together, essentially. Uh -huh. Something along those lines. But like I said, I'm not super well spoken on it. But I do believe, though, that economics is it's a very important part of our society. To me, it's like... 
it's how we kind of communicate with each other, right? It's like, yeah. okay, you know, you have this, I have this, or, you know, I want what you have, but you don't want what I have. But if we have this other thing that we can say, well, we both want this and, you know, we can say, okay, well, I'll trade you this for that type of a thing. And so, but I think that, that whatever that item is that we all agree to trade with each other needs to be something that's um, not easily created by another human being. <laughs> right. You know, when the government gets involved, it distorts the natural flow of things mm. and it causes a lot of problems. The people don't understand that the more government gets involved, you know, for, for reason a, they don't take in consideration all the other things down the line, D, C and E that get hit sure. by that same regulation. You know, those unintended consequences. Well, that's kind of the, the, the one lesson, so to speak, with Hazlitt's book, you know, the economics in one lesson. The, the, the lesson is, well, let me see. I, have the book here. I think I can probably find it real quick. But in essence, the lesson is basically that you cannot do anything for one group without considering the immediate and eventual consequences on all other groups. Yeah, you know something. That it's basically that's the idea behind uh, the whole what the the one lesson is, you know, because it's like, and that's the big thing. It's like the unintended consequences, you know. So yeah. Uh, okay, so the whole economics can be reduced to a single lesson, and that lesson can be reduced to a single sentence. Oh, did I miss the lesson somewhere? No, oh, okay. But the, sense, the sentence is, the art of economics consists in looking not merely at the immediate, but at the longer effects of any act or policy. It consists in tracing the consequences of that policy, not merely for one group, but for all groups. And that's, you know, that's a, basically what we have to be yeah, that's exactly the opposite of what progressives want. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, they want to yeah, divide no. us up and said, you know, this person has to have have this much of that and everything else. It just man, it drives me nuts. Yeah. It's it's tough. We're up uh, we're up against um quite the the battle. You know, it's funny I have a a young friend of ours uh lecture and I my wife and I have a friend. She's young, but her she has a neighbor who is an economics professor um i'm not sure where but at some university right and this this literally i actually she just texted me at the beginning of this podcast my friend just texted me because she was over the other night and i was talking to her i tried to talk to her a little bit about economics and i know she loves money right so she's like a money yeah. but but she doesn't really know much about the economics of it and i was like i was giving her she's like well my neighbor's an economics professor, blah, blah, blah. i'm like all right cool so she goes to the, her neighbor and i guess talks to her about this book and then I, and she said, I told her the book and name and she's like, she texted me. She's like, by the way, she's never heard of that book. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm like well, that's not surprising, honestly, you know, because yeah, yeah this, the, the, the Austrian school yeah. of, of economics and, and anything that leans in that direction is really not pervasive throughout the, uh, the, the academia, so to speak, I guess, you know, yeah. the universities. It's, uh, it's rare that you find somebody that in the universities that'll do that. I mean, what, uh, Walter Williams was, was more on that type of stuff, economically speaking. Right. Yeah. And, and even so, uh, Sol Thomas souls on that element 
on that. Yeah, kind of I stuff. think he's more of the Chicago, you know, that Milton Friedman right. style. But okay, you know, right, right. So he's he's great when it comes to like I just I just listened to his books, uh, 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 Intellectuals and Race and Black Rednecks and White Liberals. Man, those were great books. Oh uh, wow, yeah. I haven't oh, read man. any of him. I've only watched him on. Uh, uh -huh. Like I just watched interviews with him and stuff like that too. Yeah. And maybe they're not even Austrians. I don't even know, but I know like from what I've listened to them, when they speak about certain things that I, you know, it just makes sense to me that what the way they, they yeah. think of it. So I know Friedman wasn't like that great of a, well, he had his own thing, like the Chicago, the Chicago school, right? Yeah. What the, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm not educated enough to know what the difference is. Yeah, what I hear I don't, they're close, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> right, know? I know this part. This is some nuance, I'm sure. Which I'm I'd not. rather have a, you know, I, I like Rothbard, but I'd rather have a Friedman than a Keynes. <laughs> right? right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, right, exactly. Shit, that, that yeah. shit's just a mess. So, but um, yeah, you know, economics is a, it's, it's a, it's a journey, and I keep trying to learn more as much as I can, you know. But I still got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you know. Long way to go. The more you learn, yeah. the more you're like, oh man, now I get, what the heck is all this? You know, but anyways. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because, you know, like with people who don't like communism, you know, they keep sticking to the Republicans and then the Austrians are the, the, the antithesis of mm -hmm. communism, you yeah. know, we, you know, anarcho-capitalism is if you don't like communism, read Rothbard, the uh, anatomy of a state, yeah. you know, that's just, that's that's the most anti-communist thing you will ever read in your entire life. Yep, it's a good one. I read that yeah. at the uh, I think the end of last year. Yeah, I think is when I read that. I probably should read it again. It was a quick one. Yeah. It wasn't that long of a book. If I yeah, yeah, it's, and it's not it's, a long read either. Yeah, but so. it was good. I remember it being really good. Yeah, so yeah. We, we we recommend that. You know, <laughs> and we recommend that highly. Definitely. So, but, uh, so yeah, we got the recall election coming up too, right? Yes. And they yeah. finally set a date for that September 14th, September 14th. So we got yeah. Jeff Hewitt running. Yeah. We got Jeff Hewitt up there and, uh, obviously, you know, we got to try to get people to vote for that guy. You yeah. Know? So, you know, he's done great. I mean, he's, you know, one of the highest elected libertarians in the country. I'm pretty sure yeah. not the highest. Or, he wasn't or has the Bert, most people under him Bert, or something? Uh, like William Bird, Bird, yeah, I think it's the most people. But I think uh, that guy got elected in Wyoming. Bird, Bird, I think it is. Oh, okay, yeah, Bird, I know. Bird. I think I, he, know, I know what you're talking he's about. He's a yeah. statewide representative. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's Wyoming, so there's like twelve people there. <laughs> so uh, I got more people on my block here in in Northeast LA. Yeah, so I know. Like I think well, Hewitt is out in Riverside County. Yeah. And I think it's like 2 million people. Yeah. 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 Something like that. It's, it's a big number. Yeah. I think it's 2 million if I remember. Correctly. Yeah. So, but yeah, hopefully, um, you know, well, I mean, it would be great if he could win. I mean, you know, if there's ever an election that's winnable for a libertarian, it would be something along the lines of this, you know, because really it's like, do you know how it works? The, the, the process of the voting on the, Recall. I know you either vote against Newsom or not. And if, so, and if he gets recalled, then it's just a, it's whoever gets the most votes out of the other group. Right. Right. So the thing, right, exactly. So there's basically, there's two things you vote for, right? So the first thing is, to, do you want to recall governor Newsom? Yes or no. Now, if I think it needs to be 
it's 50% or more yeah. say yes, right? I think it's just 50, it's a majority, right? So, um, so as long as we can get 50% of the votes to say yes, let's recall him, right? Then it goes, and whoever gets the most votes of all the ones below can win. But like, because I think Schwarzenegger, when he won that recall election, I forget what the number was, but it was an extremely small percentage. Yeah, when, I when, feel like it, it wasn't any place close to half. No, I think it was in the teens. Oh really? Shit. No, I, I'm telling. I think if I remember, I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't want to misspeak here, but I was I thinking remember, maybe thirty, but still, you know, that's not much. Yeah. No, I know it's. It was. Uh, hold on. I wonder if I can. Uh... But yeah, you know, we, we, you know, and especially because it's only a year term, you know, it gives people a chance to say, okay, yeah, we'll try something different. You know. Right. 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 Exactly. Which would be really cool. And that see. would be so sweet. You know, yeah. you know, in, 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 like we were talking just a second ago about like how easy it is to get active in the party. You know, D uh, Donald Rainwater did the same thing in Indiana. Mm -hmm. You know, he ran for governor and ran against the the lockdowns and stuff like that. And he basically walked in a libertarian meeting and said, "I want to run for office." And they said, "Okay, good." And he ran for governor, and he came in second place in a third of the state. He beat the Democrat. Wow, that's you know? amazing. Yeah. Well, he was great. I liked him. I watched, uh, yeah. I watched his, there was a debate one uh, yeah, that over was there great. between the three. Um, and I watched that and it was great. I, he did yeah. a, he did, I thought he was a great, uh, speaker for the, the cause, you know, yeah. he was strong in his, you know, delivery. So it was cool. He was great. I hope he keeps going. I don't know what his plan. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a thing called, um, Liberty is essential. Is his is his uh he's got like a, a pack over there in, in Indiana just uh for Indiana issues. Oh, okay. He, cool. he he really focuses on the state, you know, so he's uh he's really active over there. Very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. I found some numbers. I might have misspoke. I just remember one time a friend of mine, a liberal friend of mine, uh on Facebook had posted uh, because I posted, I think, something about Hewitt. And he was like, oh, you know, just so you know, Schwarzenegger got elect, got in with this amount of the vote. And I'm t I thought it was like this really low number, like 18%. But I could, I don't know, I might be wrong. Because I'm looking here and it says 45, no, 48. Uh, but I don't know if that's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. They probably, they, that's probably some weird thing. That, but was, well, he, he was elected twice too, though, right? Right, but this I'm looking at this the specific oh, the recall. The recall. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the recall. Yeah, the, yeah, Hewitt said he thought he could win with 35. Okay. So, uh, you know, if we so can I'm, get 35, man, that's that man, that's that's just massive. Yeah, you know, yeah. Imagine having a libertarian governor in California. Shit. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, man, it's it's brutal. I was looking at an article um, just out before we got on. I was trying to look up a little bit on see what kind of stuff was out there about the recall and all that. And, you know, of course it's, uh, they, they say nothing about uh, libertarian running on the ticket. Of course not. You know, no, they said, they said a bunch of Republicans are running, but, um, but we have no other, no confirmed candidates at this point or something like that, but it didn't say anything. About, oh no, of course it meant. And of course it mentioned uh, Caitlin Jenner. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, but she's running Republican. Is she on a Republican ticket? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So. You know, and running with like, uh, like I think Trump's, uh, uh, some of Trump's people are helping. Oh, with the Caitlyn Jenner thing? Yeah. Uh -huh. uh. So, you know, Republican as fuck, you know what I mean? So. <laughs>
Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, all right. So let's get let's oh. get let's get Jeff Hewitt in there, man, to fix some shit. I know. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can do that. It'll at least make some kind of a splash. You know, that would be good enough too. Yeah. Well, you know, if you, there's always uh, next year too. So I mean, he's going to be running again. So he said, you know, basically right. this is just, he, he, no matter what it is, he's, he's still revving up to even runs at, for next year too. So, right. so this right. is really just a, a long campaign. So right. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It gives a good, good practice. <laughs> yeah. Good, good momentum building, you know? Yeah. And it comes, yeah, that makes sense. That's good. Well, hopefully. Yes, indeed. But, uh, well, did you want to give out your um, Facebook page so people sure. can find out where to, where to, how to get a hold of you or um, sure, any sure. of that kind so of stuff? You can, um, my, the Region 61 page on Facebook, you can follow that by just typing in Facebook slash uh, Dan the Libertarian, and that'll bring you to Region 61 page um, on Facebook. Go ahead and give it a like, follow it. Um, I don't post excessively there. I try to just post... Um, you know, things about some meetings that are coming up and uh, stuff that's happening within the party. I try not to make it too, uh, but you follow, you can come on my personal page, send me a friend request on my personal page. If you want to see all my other rants and raves, <laughs> but um, or if you, even if you want to directly, so you can um, be labeled an extremist too. I know, you know, I never got the label. So I guess if you don't get it, uh, you must be the extreme you, one. You must be the, it must be me. So, I mean, I guess, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked, you know, but yeah. So, uh, Dan, the libertarian, if you thought that that'll bring you to my Facebook page. Um, you can also get onto the LA County page, LPLAC.us. There's, you know, if you want to check out the LA County libertarian page, that's where you can find that. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Dan Welby is my regular, uh, Facebook page. So friend request me if you wish. Yes, indeed. And, and yeah, so you can find out when the meetings are and get active in your community. Yeah. Take come along. Action. Come, come hang out. Let's, let's figure out how, uh, you know, what, what, what can you offer? And even if you don't think it's something, I'm sure there's something you can offer because we need as much as everything we can get. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't <laughs> matter, man. If you got some kind of skill, man, we can yeah. probably use it. You know, exactly. if you're good with computers, if you're good with business, Yep. You, you can you can draw graphic arts you know yep. musicians dan and i are both musicians so you know write some write some libertarian music i know man i that's what i gotta do i've been like i gotta do some uh i was working on don't tread on me by metallica i was like uh, I, I was banging through that a little bit trying to get that drum part down i never uh, did much with it but you know uh, it's a good tune man i like i like that you know that song off the black i don't album? know that one Oh really? Yeah, it's off the Black Album, uh, which wasn't always one of my favorite albums, but it's a, you know, you know the Black never, Album. Yeah. Huh? It's got Andrew Salmon and Sabbath True. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But you know the cover. I, you may not have seen this, but <laughs> <laughs> the cover is essentially all look like the Black Album too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all like it's basically all black, and you can see like the logo on the top left, which is kind of like faded. But then in the bat on the bottom right, they have the rattlesnake. Very much like the the Gadsden flag coiled uh-huh. in that thing, you know. And of course, on the album they got the song "Don't Tread on Me" as well, you know. So it's uh, metallic, you know. The lyrics on that song are pretty cool too, you know. It's like one of. I'll the, have to go check it out. Yeah, no, it's a cool little tune. It's a, uh, it's a, it's pretty, it's pretty heavy. So, but anyways, yeah, good stuff. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, thank uh, you very man. much, sir, for coming on here and yeah, shit about some liberty and. Uh, 
getting getting things going up there, man. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how the San Fernando Valley is going to turn gold. Yeah, man. I like it. I like it. And we'll see you on Saturday, huh? Yeah, see you on Saturday. All right, man.